The following is a presentation of the Matt Talk Podcast Network. It's the path to Paris. Join track wrestling Shane Sparks as he talks to members of Team USA as they prepare for the 2017 World Wrestling Championships in Paris, France. Now, here's your host, Shane Sparks. And welcome to Track Wrestling. This is the Path to Paris. I'm Shane Sparks, edging closer to the 2017 World Championships, now just three weeks away now. And, of course, on trackwrestling.com, live coverage of the video streams. That begins on August 21st from Paris, France. Track Wrestling, proud to have partnered with Titan Mercury Wrestling Club, offering a special $9.99 promotional price for that live stream of the entire tournament. You also get all the archived videos. And now looking forward to that, I'll be in Paris along with Andy Hamilton. Stories, interviews, extensive coverage. And again, be sure to follow trackwrestling.com. Today I bring in a first-time world team member, of course known for a great career at the University of Iowa, an All-American, picked up a Big Ten title in Bloomington this past March. Now it's a new chapter for Thomas Gilman. Thomas, a pleasure to have you on the show today. How are you? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Doing doing fantastic. Glad to have you. Where are you at today, Thomas? You in Iowa City? I am in Iowa City, yes, sir. So you make the world team, Thomas, about two months ago. Uh, it's been a crazy ride for you these past few months, but what's it been like for you these past several weeks in preparation for Paris? Um, honestly, it hasn't been too crazy. Just uh, getting back into town here in Iowa City from Spain and and just getting back to training, um, you know, just keeping it simple, uh, not trying to think too much about what lies ahead in, in Paris and the World Championships, just um, focused on getting better every day in my, my techniques, my mentality, and my conditioning and strength. So, so that's about all I've been up to. You speak about your mentality, Thomas, and, and one thing I will always remember about you is in doing several interviews, you talk about psychological warfare where did that originate um it, i'm not sure exactly for me personally where it originated i just remember um hearing about it and talking about it with terry brands and um just kind of how the way you wrestle and the way you hold yourself can can really influence um your opponent uh physically you know when you're wrestling but also mentally um, you know, you don't have to wrestle a guy to, to necessarily break him. You can look at the results and and the way you whip up on some other guys, and that, that can weigh on a guy psychologically. And, and um, yeah, what kind of things do you do, Thomas? Especially being at the high level that you're at, when it comes to sharpening your mindset, sharpening your mental approach, what do you do? Um, it's a good question. I'm not not sure how to exactly answer that. There's so much stuff that you do um, day in, day out, but just to keep it simple, I guess, um, just just believing in your training every day, as cliche as that is, just just trying to get better in your, in your training and your techniques and your conditioning and strength, like I was saying, but also um, practicing your, uh, things mentally, uh, not just techniques, but also um, you know, your frame of mind, working on that. Uh, not getting frustrated, you know, putting yourself in positions where maybe uh, you've been frustrated before, you potentially can be frustrated, and just 
um, staying calm and composed and, and sharpen your mind that way. Um, a lot of self-reflection, um, being very honest with yourself as far as, you know, where you need to get better, where you're good and, and where we need to continue to work. Give us an idea, Thomas, if you could, what a typical day is like for you around this time, uh, three weeks out. What's a day like for you? What do you do? Uh, typical day, um, getting up early, getting into Carver, getting my body going, uh, you know, whatever that means on that day, uh, whether it's, you know, lifting weights and doing a little bit of conditioning or, or some, some drilling um, or even just a little bit of sauna and, and shower and getting out. Um, and on, on days where I'm getting on the mat in the afternoon, I'm coming in about three o'clock, getting on the mat, getting warmed up, um, getting ready to go, go hard, wrestling hard, uh, live, live goals, live matches, situations, stuff like that. Um, in between that time, uh, just about everything's geared towards getting ready for that next workout, that next, uh, that next challenge, that next test. So coming back to my house, recouping, getting some new, good nutrition, hydration in me. Um, getting off my feet, relaxing, um, you know, maybe taking a nap. I'm kind of into taking naps. <laughs> um, you know, maybe watching a little bit of film, um, sharpen my mind, just just mentally kind of going through things that, that I, I worked on the, during the morning or um, that I need to work on in the afternoon, just kind of mentally preparing myself for, for that workout. What aspects of your training have you most enjoyed? Um, just just getting better every day. I think um, since the nationals, uh, I did a lot of work mentally, trying to get my my head right and figure out, you know, where I'm at in my life um, as far as wrestling and, and what I need to accomplish. And ever since then, I I've, I can honestly say I've gotten a little bit better every day. Um, whether it's in my techniques or my mindset or you know, my strength or conditioning. And, and that's why I enjoy the most is just watching those little things add up. You know, you're not going to notice it every single day. You're not going to notice that you're getting better every day, you know, but you got to believe in yourself and, and just know that those little things that you're putting together are going to be big things. And then, you know, looking back after a week or a month or however long and, and seeing those little things add up and, and realizing that you are getting better every day. I mean, I really enjoy that. Going back, Thomas, to St. Louis in March, I know that's water under the bridge. I know the message I always hear from Tom Brands. I think he says that every interview is, we move forward here. I know that's important. That's got to be where you're at. But if we could, going back to March, I remember being on that mat, calling that semifinal match. And what I remember was when you came off, you looked almost like a deer in the headlights, like you were shocked, like you were you, you couldn't believe what had just happened. Take us back to to that night, your feeling coming off the mat, and, and how that conversation started with the coaching staff after such a disappointing defeat. Well, um, I don't know. I, I really don't remember what I was thinking necessarily or necessarily or feeling, and there's a good reason for that. Um, the one thing I do remember though, is that there's still work to be done, uh, whether I won that match or I lost that match, which I did, um, there's still work to be done. There was, you know, still 
either one match to wrestle or two, in, in my case, two. So, and even before that, I had some weight that needed to be taken care of for the weigh-in the next day. So, really, it was just back to work. Um, Tom Brands always said it's move, it's easier to move forward with success, but if you don't have success, you still got to move forward. So what, you know? So I got my weight taken care of. And that was the first thing. Got some nutrition in me. You know, I woke up the next morning. The sun came up, and you know what? Thank God for another day. You know, that, that, I mean, it was back to work. You know, then you can you can deal with the emotions or or the heartbreak, however you want to call it, um, when the work's done. So I think I was more just numb and just re- realizing that you know the work's not done. Can't feel sorry for myself yet. Um, was about the only thing going through my head. There's long ways to come back. When you look at all that's invested, years and years of wrestling, of course, you've been in Iowa City for, I, I think it's five years with that redshirt season. You get great relationships. It goes far beyond the wrestling with your coaching staff. They know what you have invested. What's it, what's it like after, like I said, that match? What, is, what, what do Tom and Terry say to you, and what was something they said that, that you'll always remember from that night that will help you moving forward? I don't think there's anything – there wasn't really anything that was said, and there's there's nothing that needs to be said. Um, when you have a re- relationship like that, um, like you said, I've been building for five years, really five-plus years if you include the the recruiting. Um, there, there's not – there's nothing that needs to be said. I mean, everyone – I mean, they know how I'm feeling – how I felt. They know what I needed to do. Um if anything, the message, nonverbal message was, all right, now suck it up. You got, there's still work to be done. You know, there's no time to feel sorry for yourself. But, you know, there's not, I mean, we're, I don't think our program is the kind of program that, you know, uses hoorah, let's do this kind of pump up mentality, um, pep talks. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but I'm definitely not the kind of guy that needs a, a pat on the back and a slap on the butt saying, Hey, you got this. Um, I, I knew what my job was, um, coming off that mat. And, um, so yeah, when you have a strong relationship, like, like I do with my coaching staff, there's, there's not a lot that needs to be said. You turn the page, of course, from that last chance qualifier, you're down five, six, nothing. You rally back. You win that. You get to the world team trials. It was an incredible day in the mini tournaments. And then, of course, you knock off uh, the reigning world team member in Tony Ramos. What are you most impressed with, Thomas? I know you're a humble guy, but what are you, what are you most impressed with in accomplishing that feat and looking back on it? What was the thing or two when you can say, man, I had this particular aspect working for me, and it paid high dividends? I'm just going to be a little not so humble here for a second. Tony Ramos was not the returning world team member. Daniel Dennis was a returning Olympic team member. So let's just clarify that just a little sure, bit. Sure, exactly. Rude or arrogant, but um, I am not going to give Tony Ramos any more credit than he gets himself. You know, I've been pretty pretty nice as far as talking to him, but let's not give him any more credit than he already gets himself. So, um, but, but he's a tough yeah. opponent to beat. I mean, that's that's still a tough guy to beat. I mean, that was a... I mean, I'm going to give you a lot of credit here. That was a that was a great day of wrestling for you. That that was that was pretty impressive. I was impressed. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, every one of those opponents was tough to beat. Um, but you know what? I went 
just kind of like like I was talking about earlier, I had a job to do, and that that job was to to make that world team and doing it in a fashion that's dominant. Did I do it in a dominant fashion? Um, not to the point where I would have liked, but you know what? That's that's our mentality here. You know, there's always room to improve. But uh, it felt it felt good. I think. Um, yeah, I know it felt good, but it, it it's just like a it's a stepping stone. You know, it, it's not nothing to hang your hat on. Um, even though I had some good wins, um, uh, it, it felt good to get that maybe out of the way and, and start focusing on and worrying about the, the world championships like we're like where we're at right now. Thomas Gilman joining us here on the Path to Paris TrackWrestling dot com World Championships. They'll be live streamed here on TrackWrestling.com. $9.99 promotional price. Track Wrestling partnering with Titan Merker Wrestling Club. Go to TrackWrestling.com and get your subscription for that. Uh, Thomas, what have the, the training camps been like for you? How, how have those been? Give us, a, you know, give us an insight to you know, what, what that's like. Training camp has been good. Um, I've only been, we've only had one, there's one going on right now and I will be going out to that on Sunday and I, I look forward to that. And I know that's going to be great as well. Um, just being around, um, you know, some of the guys on the team has been good for me getting to know them a little bit. They're, uh, you know, their ins and outs, you know, little quirks. It has been interesting and fun, you know, getting to know those guys, um, you know, not one negative thing comes to mind when, when think about our team or any one of those individuals, um, you know, I, I really click with them and get along with them well. So I'm really excited to, to get out to camp and then get to, to Germany and then Paris and then compete alongside them and bring home some gold medals with them. Who do you train with primarily Thomas at, at the camps? At the camps, whoever. I mean, whoever's there. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of guys there that are that are high level guys that that are good partners. But um, when I was when we were overseas, uh, maybe to narrow it down a little bit, there's only you know we only took seven guys, so there's only so many guys around my weight since I'm the little guy. But I worked out with Steber a lot, and then also Rutherford. So, um, yeah, two really good partners. And what kind of coaching, uh, you know, influences do you have? I know you're with with, with Terry and, and Tom, obviously, but who are some of the different guys from a coaching aspect that you've been able to uh, lean on a little bit? Um, obviously, you know, head coach with uh, Bill Zadick. He's always, you know, giving little little um, advices and stuff like this here and there. Actually, in Spain. Um, I worked, me and Terry worked quite a bit with Sammy Henson one day, just kind of picking his brain and, and bouncing ideas off him. So, so that was, that was nice to get a little different, um, point of view and, but also he's, he's kind of similar mindset to, to we are. So, um, that was good. I like to ask this question. Uh, you're obviously first time world team member, limited experience, at least at this level. Uh, so maybe it's too early to ask it, maybe better ask years down the road. But if you could go back, Thomas, you know, five to seven years, and you got some, some freestyle experience with cadet and junior world teams, but if you went back five to seven years, knowing what you know now, what are a couple of things that you maybe would have altered in your training, perhaps paid more attention to from a freestyle standpoint? Um, I'm going to give a really boring answer, but 
I wouldn't change anything. I mean, what can, I mean, just think about it. If you change one thing, that could alter your whole life. You know, I, I am very satisfied uh, with my life and my training up to this point. Um, I think that every single day I went into practice, you know, getting the most out of it. So I, I don't have any necessarily regrets or things I would change. Um, some people want to say or think that, we should do more freestyle here in the United States, and and we are kind of behind the curve because we wrestle folk style, uh, and the rest of the world wrestles freestyle their whole life. But um, for me and the mentality we hear here, we have here in Iowa is wrestling is wrestling. It doesn't matter whether you wrestle freestyle Greco or um, folk style. Wrestling is wrestling. So you either got it or you don't. You know, and there are obviously certain techniques and, and exposures that you can get, but yeah, I, I going with the boring answer. I I wouldn't change a thing. I know you're a student of the sport. You watch a lot of film. Uh, you look at this weight class. Uh, many would say it's it, it's very wide open. How do you assess uh, your weight class, Thomas, and, and anything in particular that has stood out to you in scouting the rest of the field? Just need to wrestle hard. Um, wrestle hard from the first whistle to the last whistle, and especially off the whistle, you know, whether it's the, the first whistle, um, beginning the match, the second period, going out of bounds, coming up off a takedown, just being ready for those guys to explode. Because when it when it's in a flurry, that that favors me. But off a off a start, you know, they're gonna try to snag something or or um you know, catch a lead early. So just being ready to go um the whole time and staying intense the whole time, not letting them relax and uh sneak something in. With your experiences, Thomas, uh, wrestling overseas, what what are a couple of things that that you feel you really had to experience uh, to get a true understanding of? Um, I think the biggest thing is just making weight overseas. Um, your nutrition and making weight overseas. You know, we're we're very blessed here in this country that no matter where you go, everything's pretty much the same, or you can get things that are very close, if not the same, as you know we have here in Iowa City. Besides, you know, our, our facilities and, and the little quirks we have, but um, going overseas, things are different. You know, you're you have to tweak your nutrition and or bring certain things with you. Um, and then making weight isn't always ideal. You know, maybe for whatever reason, the sauna doesn't work or you can't access the facility. You know, we haven't run into any of those issues yet, but, you know, it's very possible. And the language barrier, um, just stuff like that, I think, is the biggest the biggest thing, um, getting out of our, our comfort zone a little bit, you know, we don't have all our creature comforts when we're, when we're overseas, even though it's Western Europe and it's very, very much like the United States. Um, besides that, you know, getting into the actual wrestling part, um, just the, the refs more than anything, you know, the being from the United States, you know, we, we got an eye on us, whether it's on the wrestling mat, um, on the town or whatever. You know, everyone's looking up to us whether they want to admit it or not. And we got to put our best foot forward because they're going to try to um, not cheat us, but they um, might have a little um, you know, no prejudice, favors. prejudice. Yeah, no favors. You know, so I don't want to say that they're um, cheating, but there's a, there's a fine line there. What gives you the most confidence, Thomas? I mean, you, a lot of guys in your shoes, not not everybody, but you, you hear it quite a bit. You know, I'm going over there to win a world medal and this and that. And 
you know, a year or two later, you, you, you talk to them and they, you know, kind of, you know, maybe sing a little bit of a different song that, yeah, I was, you know, looking back on it, I was kind of happy to be there. You know, how do you, you know, how do you stay, you know, focused and, and, and really motivated to go over there with, with the highest of expectations, realistic expectations? And what are those in your mind? What's, I, I know the goal is the, is the world title. Why is it your time? I think just um, staying humble, and I think I've done a very good job of that for the most part in my career, and especially since the the trials, you know, not getting a big head. You know, once you get a big head, you get maybe complacent, and, and you're, like you said, happy to be there. But I don't think I've been very happy since the the trials, and not not that I'm not a happy person. I'm the happiest person around, but happy and satisfied with my wrestling and that is because I know there's room to grow and there's room to improve and and I prove that to myself every day um something that gives me confidence just in my mindset um I know that if I wrestle my match and I wrestle as hard as I can for that six minutes or however long it takes then I'm going to come out on top um and just stay that's one thing Thomas I, I I think what you is you're a little bit misunderstood uh, I mean, I, you, you got a big personality. Um, I, I've, I've always enjoyed my experience with you. I think you're, I think you're a lot of fun. But I think, would you agree with that? You're, you're, you're kind of misunderstood from the standpoint of, you, know, you, you speak about the humility. Uh, I don't, I don't know if I'm necessarily misunderstood. I mean, my opinion is going to be different than someone else's. You know, that they view me however they want to view me, and that's fine with me. If, you, if they don't think I'm humble, then I'm not humble. But um, I think the only opinion that matters to me is my opinion of myself if i think highly of myself then um then that's good right um if i think lowly of myself then i don't think that's very good i'm not gonna train very good i'm not gonna perform very good i'm not gonna have very good relationships with my friends and family um but i don't know how misunderstood i am um i think i just don't really care whatever other people think if they have an opinion on me good uh I'd rather than have an opinion than have no opinion. What did uh, talk about your family a little bit, Thomas? T- t- tell us about your family a little bit. Mom and dad, brothers and sisters. Uh, tell me about those guys. Well, I got a mom. I got a dad. I got a stepdad. <laughs> I got okay. One brother and one sister. They're both younger. My brother has finished two years of college, so he's uh, about three years younger than me. And my sister will. Just finished up her freshman year of high school. Um, besides that, I got a, a girlfriend that I'm very steady with, and and um, extended family. That there's there's so much there that um, we don't got all day. So, what's that? Let, let me ask you this. So, you, your brother uh, is in college. Does he wrestle? He does not. Okay, and uh, you know your dad. Obviously, I've met him before. I can only yep. assume that he's had a had a you know played a, a pretty big role in your wrestling. You know what what what's the yep. biggest impact he's had on you? Probably getting me into wrestling. Um, if he didn't get me into wrestling, then I then I don't know if I would have or how I would have gotten into wrestling. Um, how, how did you get so involved yeah, I mean, in wrestling, Thomas? Um, I just remember. Well, my dad was a wrestler, so I think it's natural for for fathers to get their sons involved in something that they were involved in so he took me to a practice one time and we we watched and 
he was like, well, you like this? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. You know, so we came back the next day, and the rest is history. How old were you when you started? I think I was five or six. Okay. Somewhere in there. Awesome. Okay. Talking with Thomas Gilman here on Truck Wrestling. Thomas, now just going to ask you some, you know, some kind of rapid fire questions, you know, off, uh, off, you know, away from wrestling a little bit. Most prized possession uh, outside your family. What's what's the most prized possession for you? Most prized possession? Yeah. Yep. I don't know. I don't. I'm not a very materialistic person. Um, outside my family. I don't know. If uh, if your if your place, God forbid, would start on fire, you had to run in and get one thing. Is there is there anything you'd, you'd make sure you grabbed? My girlfriend, my dog, our okay. dog. Okay. What what Those kind are, of dog you have? That's about it. We have a German Shepherd. Okay. Favorite place, Thomas, to hang out in Iowa City? Uh, Cortado. It's a it's a coffee shop. Your most memorable college match. Most memorable college match. Uh, probably, um, pro- hold on. The dog barking, her German Shepherd. <laughs> um, probably when we wrestled, uh, Oklahoma State in, uh, in Kinnick. That was pretty crazy. Maybe not the match itself was very memorable, but, um, the atmosphere. Great was- event. Great event. Perfect weather. Where do you see yourself, oh, yeah. Thomas, in 10 years? 10 years? That's about a long ways from now. I don't know what I'm going to do here in 20 minutes, but definitely that's after <laughs> Tokyo um, in 2020. So I have an Olympic gold medal around my neck. Other than that, I'm not sure. What's the best advice you've ever received? Maybe not even wrestling related. Don't think too much. You get in trouble thinking. Cross-country trip times. You and three other people cross-country in a vehicle for three, four days. Dead or alive, what three people are you taking with you on that trip? Three people. Yep. Any three. Um, I would take... My girlfriend, my grandfather, and Teddy Roosevelt. Why are you going with uh, Teddy? He's a fascinating character. Read about him. He's amazing. I know you're a big, big reader. Last good book that you read. Last good book I read? It's called The Horse, the Wheel, the Language. It's about the Indo-European language family and how it spread from the Steppes of southern Russia into Western Europe and then into India and Iran. And it's very, very nerdy and fascinating, but it's good. Favorite food? Favorite food? Ah, I'd have to say steak. Steak and baked potato. Favorite movie? Fury. Okay, that is a great movie. Great movie. And, Thomas, we'll, we'll end with this. You, you mentioned your girlfriend before. Where, uh, where where did you meet her? What, what's her name? Where did you meet her? And, uh, you know, what is it about her that, that uh, makes you click? Uh, I met her here in Iowa City, uh, freshman year of college. 
Her name's Melissa. And I don't know. Uh, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of things. But uh, I think most importantly, she, she keeps me um, humble and keeps me level. And she's not afraid to, to let me know that I'm, I'm if I'm getting too big for my britches. So I, I need that once in a while. One more question for you. What's the most romantic thing you've ever done for Melissa? How, how much game does Thomas Young oh, have? Oh, man. <laughs> how much game game and romanticism, I think, are two different yeah, things. Yeah, I, I mean, all, all you wrestlers, I mean, it's, you know, you guys are tough. You know, you got the, you know, the, the hunting hat, you, you hunt and all that stuff. I mean, it's, you guys are an interesting breed for sure. And I'm always, I'm always curious to see you guys you know, behind the scenes a little bit. Uh, so so tell us a little bit about Thomas Gilman and, and how much romance you bring to the table. Man, putting me on the spot here. This is the hardest question of the day. Uh, <laughs> Save the best for I last. Don't know. I'm, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean what, what did you I do mean, for Valentine's Day? I mean, what, 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 yeah, what do you do? That I mean, you got to keep them happy. You got to keep them happy. I, I just... Just the little things, you know. I mean, I don't. I'm not really big into big um, extravagant things. Once in a while, I think every little, every day, you know, doing the little things, you know, whether it's, you know, telling her how much she means to me or how much I love her, and you know, maybe getting her flowers once in a while, and and just be, just being there for her when she's when she needs it. Um, n- none of that's very romantic, but but in a in a long, steady relationship, those are the things that really matter, I think. I think that's great advice. I think that's great advice, Thomas. I'm a little bit older than you, but I've always, I've always believed with, uh, you know, with women, you, you, it, it is about the little things. It's, it's kind of like, you know, consistency, like anything else. So I think, I think you knocked it one of the parts. I'm impressed. Well done. Well done. Now I need to put my money where my, my, where my mouth is before she hears this interview. <laughs> <laughs> well, Thomas, I really appreciate Really appreciate the time. It was fun to catch up. I'm excited for you, and I'm uh, really looking forward to watching you in Paris. And uh, should be a lot of fun. You enjoy yourself, and and, and best of luck in the, on the wrestling mat. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This show is part of the Matt Talk Podcast Network. For more wrestling podcasts, head over to matttalkonline.com.